Man, well, welcome back. What's up, everybody? I got Buddy again with us. Hello. And I'm excited about it. I think it's a conversation we're both passionate about. Yeah. So it helps. It helps a lot. And uh, like we said, conversation three, not season. Conversation, conversation three, three is about becoming a great discipler. And mm. what does that look like? You know, there's probably still some people on our team that were at this meeting. And uh, for the meeting, what I did is I bought pot like a uh, molding clay mm-hmm. and I gave everybody a small stick of molding clay and I put 10 minutes on the timer and I said, I want you to all make me a vase. I put 10 minutes on the timer and at the end of 10 minutes, I had everybody present their vase and why they thought that was a great vase um, to the rest of the group. One person had like ran out and gotten a different vase. Um, other people's were like wide, some were tall, some were terrible, some were good. Yeah. And uh, I then went to make the point that we often do the same thing with discipleship is we say this word and it's like a big ambiguous word that can be interpreted a ton of different ways. Mm-hmm. And really, we want to make sure we're on the same page for what discipleship looks like. Now, is there only one way to disciple people? Absolutely not. No. There's probably thousands of very, very effective ways to disciple people. Mm -hmm. And we'll cover some of them in like, we, we use a couple different methods of discipleship, Yeah, which I think is, is important. Uh, but again, we want to talk about discipleship and today really, we just want to talk about like the purpose of discipleship. Mm -hmm. So if we don't understand why we do something, it's kind of easy to lose it. Yeah. Like last week we talked about the mandate of discipleship. I don't know. I felt I was good. I, was, I, was, I thought so too. It was good I for thought, me. I thought it was a good conversation. I feel like we might have bullied people a little bit based on our convictions. Sometimes people um, need it. I agree. They need our convictions on <laughs> discipleship. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody. It's the most important thing. I've actually still been thinking about that all week of uh, that point we made about like increasing Jesus's inheritance. Mm. That's, that's stuck with me all week. Yeah, that's a very good point. But, uh, and we didn't even write that down. That was just the secret. Look, yo, ready? Off topic real quick. And then I'll have buddy get us back on track (laughs) is, uh, one of my mentors, I was talking to him, pastor Joel Stockstill, And, uh, he said, Cody, the secret is often in the conversations. Mm -hmm. You can go to all the conferences, you can do all this and they're good. Most of the time he said, but, but you'll find most of the time, the secrets that you really need are found in conversation and mm. Proverbs backs that up. Break my own rule. I don't know the exact reference, but it says that, that wisdom is, can be drawn out of a man. Yeah. And, uh, the secrets in the conversation. So yeah. we found that last week. Um, and with today, you know, talking about like the purpose of discipleship, um, just to get right in, like the purpose of a discipleship is to help people know God and to have them make God known through their own gifting and calling and like that's so loaded it is it's very loaded as you kind of like you know start to dissect it's like i had someone ask me a question before and they were like essentially they're kind of asking like why wouldn't jesus just kind of stay here and just do all the like do all the work it's a good question you know and i was and i and i was like you know that's a good question and i was like the reason why like Jesus wouldn't, what didn't just like, oh, I'm just going to stay here and just, you know, do all the work and stuff like that. Cause he understood like, what would it look like instead of just one me, but 
then there was 12 me's, then those 12 me's, there was 100 me's, and those 100 me's, there was 1,000. And essentially, that was the, like, he modeled discipleship with yep. the 12, like, literally the 12 disciples. He discipled them and he taught them how to do the work. And those 12 were able to go out, well, not 12, you know, uh, there became 11. <laughs> but, well, <laughs> but those, you know, awkward. yeah. But those 11 eventually, you know, went out and, you know, pretty much started this, you know, why we're even sitting here right now today with yeah. what we're doing. We are um, the product yeah. of discipleship. Exactly. Literally, literally our, this everything that we're doing right now, this podcast that we're on, right? Like we're the product of discipleship. And the, the purpose of discipleship is obviously to, you know, ha have people know God, but then also teach them how to help others know God yeah. through whatever God has called them to do. It could be through music, could be through podcasting, could be obviously preaching the word, things yeah. like that. That's good. I think a lot of our conversations over the last year, we've actually found that it's not um, one or the other, that most things that people talk about, it's actually like a dichotomy. Mm -hmm. It's both. Because I know some people, they're like, our whole goal in life is to just know God. Yeah. I'm like, well, <laughs> I mean, yes. Yes. But oh, yeah. there's more to this conversation. It's also to make God known. known yeah. You know, if we would really like boil down the heart of the gospel mm -hmm. and our mandate, I think the heart of Jesus is that we know him intimately. Yeah. But then also the mandate of Jesus is that we help others know him intimately. Exactly. And uh, <laughs> that was awkward. Yeah. Um, but it, it's both. And we have to make sure that we're we're communicating like real disciples make disciples. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't just ignore commands because they make you uncomfortable. Yeah. If you look and the like Jesus looked at his disciples, he said, now you go and make disciples teaching mm -hmm. them everything that I've taught, taught you, you in Matthew chapter 28. Mm -hmm. They wouldn't actually be a disciple unless they themselves made disciples. Yeah. And we miss this all the time. So many people would say, Oh, I'm a great disciple of Jesus, but they don't have their own disciples. No. And it's like, well, you've started well. Yeah. You got this first half done. You're, you're understanding everything Jesus has taught you. Mm -hmm. But what about the next thing? Yeah. And uh, I do, though, agree that, like, if we put trying to make God known before we know him, mm -hmm. it's putting, like, the cart before the horse. Like, yeah. the most important thing is that we know God. Yeah. And that we are ourselves secure and safe and solid mm -hmm. and built. But if not... You know, like it's gonna get really sketchy. Yeah, and that's yeah. So on on that point of like, if we make, if we put like trying to make God known over knowing God ourselves, I think we get like that, like serving over like, kind of receiving. Like, there's definitely people where it's like, they don't ever. It's kind of like Mary and Martha type type. It's yeah, like that's a good one. It's like kind of like Mary and Martha where it's like we're more infatuated with the work than with the one we're working for or yeah. even working with. And that's like, it's, it's a couple that's like making sure not only are we, you know, making God known, but we're also knowing, ch trying to yeah. know God for well, ourselves. I would actually like say that the more we know God, the more we naturally make him known. Yeah. You know, like you go watch a really good movie. Mm -hmm. You're going to go tell everybody the next three days about the really good yeah. movie. Like Buddy went and watched Batman and we all heard his review. We saw on his Instagram every, story. Every movie I watch. Like, 
Like we know that he likes movies, therefore you're gonna hear about it. Yeah. You're gonna hear the review. You're gonna hear some cine- cinematography stuff that I could really I could care less about, but he loves. Yeah, I love it. And it's like it's cool though because it's impacted him. Yeah. And what you spend your time on that impacts you, you then bring to others. Yeah. It's and very true. I think the 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 most important point is that like the purpose of discipleship is to know God. Mm-hmm. Um. And in Second Peter chapter one, verse three through nine, I'm gonna read all these because this is like a powerful flow of discipleship. And there's a reason too. There's this is actually really cool how this was written out. It says, By his divine power, God has given us everything we need for living a godly life. Mm-hmm. If you're a disciple, you're going to live a godly life. Yeah. We've received all of this by coming to know him, big key the one who has called us to himself by the means of his marvelous glory and excellence. And because of his glory and excellence, he has given us great and precious promises. And these are the promises that enable you to share his divine nature and escape the world's corruption caused by human desires. Like, all right, yo, that is like so theologically jam packed with so many cool things right there. Like we can live by his divine nature. That that's crazy. But this is it. Ready? And it says, in view of all this, like if you want to live godly, you want to live by divine nature, not by humanly desires. Like if you want to be a true disciple, mm-hmm. in view of all this, it says this is how to do it. Make every effort to respond to God's promises. Supplement your faith with generous provision of moral excellence. So, And I teach this in Bible college and in the character class that if you were to look at like your growth in Jesus to a pinnacle, of uh, like, a, let's say a pyramid. Remember like the food charts and yeah, stuff? food pyramid. The food pyramid, he said, number one, the baseline is your faith. Like if you don't have faith, you can't be saved. You don't have anything. Yeah. But the next thing to add to your faith is character, is moral excellence. Mm-hmm. And then with moral excellence, knowledge. Grow in your knowledge of the Lord. Knowledge, self-control, because once you know what to do and you have character, you enact it through Mm self-control. With self-control, patient endurance. With patient endurance, godliness. Godliness, brotherly affection, and brotherly affection with love for everyone. That's like the pinnacle of discipleship. The pinnacle of being a great disciple is not being a prophet. It's not being evangelist, teacher, preacher. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not any of those. Ready? The pinnacle of discipleship is love for everyone. Good. And if you if you're in the fivefold, awesome. Guess what? You your top level should still be love for everyone. And yeah. I think we mix it up sometimes. Um, and like read back through this. Ready? I I should have love for everyone because I have brotherly affection. I have brotherly affection because I have godliness. I have godliness because I'm patient. I have patience because I have self control. I have self control because I have knowledge. I have knowledge because I've grown in my character. And I have all of this. Because I have a basis of faith in Jesus. And if we can know these things, we can actually like know God. Yeah. And I, I and I love this. And it, and it says this to wrap up this section of scripture. It says, the more you grow like this. So it's not like, oh, I heard about this. The more you grow like this, yeah. the more productive and useful you will be in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. So your knowledge of God is for a reason. Yeah. is to be productive and useful for God. But those who fail to develop in this way are short-sighted or blind, forgetting that they've been cleansed from their old sins. Mm-hmm. And I would venture to say those that are short-sighted and blind will fall back into those sins unless they decide to grow in Jesus. Yeah. And this is the point of knowing God. If we can grow 
purposely more and more and more in our knowledge of God and in these things, we can be more useful for God, mm. more useful in our knowledge of God. Our, yeah. our encounters with God are going to go to another level. And the purpose of discipleship is to grow in these things so we can reach that pinnacle of love for everyone. Yeah. That's the point. Yeah. And I think it's so important because we miss it so often. It's like, well, I, I know my Bible or I know what my church believes. Mm-hmm. Like, cool. But like, do you know God? God? Yeah. And the purpose of discipleship is to know more about God mm-hmm. and to know God. Yeah. And I like, we could go into the whole difference of like knowing about God and knowing God personally. Mm-hmm. Like that's a whole thing. But thing, yeah. really like our win is to know God. Yeah. And this is a big deal. This is something that has to be very important to us is to know God. And uh, this has to be the baseline. Mm-hmm. You know, like a lot of people know of God, a lot of people in positions. Man, I just, I feel like in a sense, we've just put people who are skilled or talented into positions and titles, mm-hmm. but they didn't actually like know and love God. And it's like damned Christianity Yeah, in, in the, the eyes of some of this generation already, mm-hmm. because we thought it was more important to elevate someone's gifts and talents and Mm -hmm. not their discipleship that's good dang yeah i mean you could you could do a whole episode on that point on like and it's funny because i just talked for a long time too sorry yeah no you're fine you know you it was a a really good point but like that is so true is like how how we will but it's but i think that's where we'll try to operate how the world operates because how the world operates is you look for, just look for gift, gift and talent, yep. and you elevate it. Yep. But like, I mean, even, and how the kingdom works, is it doesn't look like gift because nope. it even says like the you know the gifts are without repentance. Yeah. So it's like you, it doesn't matter about the gifts. You could have anyone can have gifts. Yep. Anyone can have the have the talent. But we, but I, what I love about God is God, not that He doesn't use talented people, but he, that was never like His, like His, His um, what is it like? He, God never looks like, okay, who can I find is like the most talented? Yeah. Who can I, who can I find? That's like, <laughs> that's comical, the, the, right? you know, the, the elitist of the elite. God is like looking for, now I'm going to look for a David, a man after, after my yeah. own heart. Acts like 13, I'm going to look, 22. I'm going to look for someone who, who is like, they, they could be talented after the polishing. And the, you know, once they get in the right situations, I, I put gifts in them that I can pull out of them. Dude, but their identifier is like. They love me and they That's want so to good. know me. It was like First Samuel sixteen. I don't look at the outside; Outward, yeah. I look at the inside. inside. Imagine God being like, "Dang, I need someone good on my team." It's like LeBron <laughs> yeah. in free agency. Like, yeah, I, I'm gonna recruit the best, most talented people I can. Yeah, like, bro, he made everybody. Also, he's the Everyone. power of exactly. everybody. The moment he puts his Holy Ghost inside of somebody. Their natural talent is like, who cares? Yeah. Who cares They're anymore? qualified already. They're, they are more than qualified. They're yeah. qualified and equipped, equipped to do yeah. whatever Everything. is laid ahead of them. Yeah. People are funny about this, right? So it's like, okay, he used David, a, mm-hmm. a man after his own heart. He used Moses, who was like a step kid. Yeah. Um, he, who should have been killed. Yeah. He used King Josiah, who was like eight years old. Yeah, eight, it's like, legit. <laughs> you know, like David's mighty men. The Bible says that before they went into the cave of Abdullam with David, they were, they were, they were broke mm-hmm. and discontented. It's like, they're a bunch of broke people with bad <laughs> attitudes. 
And then they ended up being like generals who wreck whole cities and yeah. armies and like uh, other weird things. There's yeah. like a, a lion type creature. It's like, what the heck is that <laughs> yeah. even? What is that even? A that's weird language. Creature. It is. But yeah, like yeah, that is a, a huge and 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 that's where we'll like people will look at like discipleship as not that important because it's like, well, I, I need to I just need to hone my gifts so I can, you know, really do what God has called me to do. But like, no, God has called us to make make yeah. disciples and that's selective obedience. It's like if you you there should not be a Christian that says, Well, that's not really my my calling. No, yeah. No, we've all been called to make make disciples. Read your Bible. Everyone, regardless if you're in you know the fivefold, regardless if you're in the marketplace, regardless if you're in government, regardless if you're going to do music, whatever. If you are a Christian, yep. God has called you to make disciples. Yep, hundred percent. And we'll get to that point third. But he's trying to jump ahead. Guys. I just be jumping ahead. He's trying sometimes. to jump ahead. I'm a, I'm a future trying, thinker. He's trying to jump ahead. <laughs> he's on point three. But to make him known, you know, yeah. like I think this is important. And you started there, and then you just started veering off. Yeah, you know, I just I'm a, I'm a loose cannon. You know, like true disciples make disciples, mm -hmm. and I think John chapter 15 solidifies our point that when you know God, it's yeah. a natural production to make God known. Yeah. If you look at John chapter 15, the essence uh, one through 11 is abide in me, and I'll abide in you. And what talks about too, like you're not producing fruit, you'll yeah. be cut off. I don't want to be cut off. Pregnant pause on that. It's like, yeah. you will be cut off if you're not producing fruit. Yeah. And then it tells how to abide in God. Do not doubt his love. Mm -hmm. And then you'll produce much fruit, proving that you're God's disciple. Mm -hmm. And then you'll have joy, but not just joy, a fullness of joy, according to verse 11. And a lot of people mix this up. They like try to know God and make their own joy, mm -hmm. but fail to realize when you know God and produce fruit, that is like, that is where joy comes from. Yeah. You won't lack joy when you do what Jesus asked you to do. Yeah. And when you do what Jesus asked you to do, there'll be fruit. And the fruit is more people saved and living in the kingdom. Yeah. And uh, I just think this is like a mindset shift of living, of going to church and living in the kingdom. Mm -hmm. Like for, for far too long, people have just gone to church and not tried to make disciples. But like how long have people preached Jesus and they've preached all these things, but mm -hmm. there hasn't been transformation in nations. Yeah. It's because like we push church too much. Yeah. And I think you should go to church every single week. Yes. If not every single time the doors are open. Yeah. But if that's the only thing, thing you, say, you to someone. say is important to yeah. do, then it doesn't matter. Like to know God is very important, mm -hmm. but to make him known is very important. The more yeah. we do this, the more we see the kingdom of God flourish, not just attendance. Yeah. You know, I want to see the kingdom flourish. Mm -hmm. I want to see it flourish everywhere you are and everywhere I am and everywhere your disciples mm -hmm. and my disciples are. And, uh, you know, like true disciples make disciples. Yeah. You can't say that you're a disciple of Jesus and refuse to win and disciple people. Yeah. That's the call of every single believer. Everyone. I don't know how, like, it, there's no way around that. I can't think of a scriptural way around that. I I can't either. <laughs> I I really can't. Like like I would. So there's a prob probably about a time where I would like, cause there's there was all, always this ambiguous thing about like, 
what has God called you to do? So I'm like, okay. The first thing, anytime I get a question like that, the first thing I'm going to do is what does the Bible, what does the Bible say? Yeah. Like, what does the Bible say about God calling people? And obviously in like the New Testament, I mean, Old Testament, God has, you know, he's called someone to, you know, be a prophet, whatever, stuff like that. But anytime when we would start to see like in the New Testament, like one of the biggest prominent times of God calling people was like the Great Commission which is something like he's called everyone to do. And so I'm seeing like these parallels of like, okay, God has called people to do what? Preach the gospel, create disciples, lay hands on the sick, cast out demons, you know, they're, they're these consistent things. And then I would ask people like, what do you feel like God has called you to do? And then it's like, I want to preach at a church. I want to <laughs> sing at a church. I want to get famous. I want to, you know, be invited to conferences. And I'm like, but what does that have have to do with like really anything? And it's like n- none of that. I none of that. Like God, when we get to heaven one day, God's not gonna be like, listen, you you went to a lot of places. Thank you so much. Yeah, you you, you, you got a lot of the biggest. Yeah, you got a lot of engage preaching engagements. You ha- ended up with a million followers you know on Instagram. Funny. You know what's really funny about this? What. People would love to preach on the biggest stage, but fail to realize it's the biggest stage because they had the greatest discipleship. Yeah. Exactly. They want the benefit of someone else's obedience to the Lord without their own obedience to the Lord. Dang, that's actually yes. They (laughs) want to benefit off someone else's else's work more people should listen to these because we end up bringing up some good stuff it is but it's true it's like that's like the a pattern i've seen is like when we get to heaven god's not going to applaud us for how many invites we got and got to a church to speak at like mm-hmm. that's not what he's going to applaud like god's going to look at the fruit of who did you disciple how many souls did you win to me like you know things like that is like you know even when we look at even i would even look at like like, bro, like Brother Ted, I love Brother Ted. Like, if you would ask him, like, his his goal isn't just to be invited to a church. Like, he goes there and he's on a mission. And he's he goes and he sees people, you know, be saved. Yep. He sees people yep. get set free. He lay, lay hands on people. Like, every time he comes, I, I know he's not just coming just to, I got invited to preach here. No, he's, he's coming to do, like, the work of the ministry. And when he gets to heaven one day, the Lord isn't going to be like, you got invited to bad places. No, he's he's going to thank him for, you know, for the for the work that he he did unto him, you know, through the fruit of seeing people be saved, seeing people be set free, seeing people be disciples, so on and so forth. And like that should be our goal as Christians. And it's not that platforms are bad, but God uses platforms so to to be in front of people, to help people know him and then to help teach people, make him, you know, teach people to help others make him known like that's, that's the use of platforms platform we aren't called to them because that's the fruit the fruit is a platform no platforms or are t- tools if your goal isn't man i want to see tons of people come to know jesus or i want to teach people to teach others or help others come to know jesus i want to see people be set free i want to see people you know whatever it's like that should be our goal as christians and ultimately like that's what discipleship is is like you know coming together and teaching, you know, on, you know, what, what is the gospel, how to spread the gospel, things like that. You know, that's what discipleship is. It's like building people in the kingdom that can go out and like do the work of the ministry. And like, that's what God is going to, going to look at on our lives. And I don't want to get to heaven one day and be like, 
oh, you know, you got a lot of followers and you did a podcast and yeah. that, but who you have no one with you. Yeah. Look, we're going to go 30 minutes today. 30 minutes. Oh, we're going 30. We should split this into two. No, we'll give no, it, we'll no, give no, it yeah. this one. This, we'll, we'll give it this one. one. Um, so, like, ready to read that? Read the, the purpose again real quick because I want to get to that last point. I think it's super important. What's the last point? <laughs> in the text. Oh, in the text. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It was, it was to help people know God and to have them make God known through their own gifting and calling. Mm. I think what we try to do often is we try to like make cookie cutter people and like yes. pit stop. It's natural for people to start doing some of the culture that is like around, around them. Yeah. But also like you don't have to try to make every single person a pastor. Like, yeah. And I think this is where we fail. And one of the things um, Church of the Highlands does for their small groups is mm -hmm. like, look, if you are the baseball coach for a t-ball team, don't quit coaching the baseball team. To yeah. run a small group, you know, like yeah. plot twist, that's your small, small group, group now. Yeah. Like if that's what you love, if that's what God has gifted you with, and that's how you're around yes. unsaved people, yeah. And that's how you're going to start winning and discipling. Then boom, that's your spot. That's your and spot. I think that's super important. You mentioned before, like people that sing, awesome. That's your avenue to disciple. Yeah. If you play basketball, that's an avenue, avenue. to disciple people. Yeah. Put together a group of people that like to play basketball and go ball with each other, have the Jesus conversations, yeah. grow with each other, encourage each other, exactly. challenge each other. But I think to try to make everyone fit one cookie cutter, mm -hmm. one definition, one human being is like terrifying. Yeah. That's culty. It is. Cause like, that's not, God didn't make us in cook, like cookie cutters. Like he put in us and our desires and our passions and what we would like and what we would love for a reason. 100%. It's because to be able to, in you know, invade and and like be a part of you know, like you, like you said, like if if you are in, uh, into basketball, you know, God has given you that, so then you could start a basketball group, and then now you know, guys who love basketball now they're able to hear about Jesus or go about Jesus simply because you really you really like basketball, you know, or music. If you do music, you make music, whatever, you know, you start a group, a music making group, and now there's tons of people coming to Jesus simply because you know your love for music and i and i like that a lot is like some people would try to make it seem like no you can only use use this vehicle it's you can only stupid. use it can only look exactly like this like no like that's how yeah like you said it gets into like you know culty and it gets into like that like no one wants that and it's especially today just with how diverse things are nowadays and how pretty much you know people could like anything be have a hobby for anything like god can use it all like God can use podcasting. God can use YouTube. God can use video games. Like for for instance, like shout out like Steve if if you're listening to this. <laughs> Steve, he better here's, be. Here's your shout out. Like Steve, he he made a whole board game, and he's been meeting with guys like seven to eight guys every week, every Wednesday, meeting with them. And then just even just then just today, what well, today's Wednesday, right? Yeah. I'm, yep, I'm getting my days mixed up. And then today, like I'm in that group, and today he was like, "Hey guys, we're not gonna do like the board game night. We're gonna all go go to the service tonight." Perfect. Like that's his avenue. Like he found yeah. his avenue. He really likes video games. He yeah. really likes this board game, and now he's able to help bringing guys and disciple guys through a board game. It's perfect. And I think too, like, so one of the things I I try to intentionally do is like, even with you, is like, okay, buddy got saved, and then he started wearing. 
wearing button downs and Chelsea's, which is great. And it's like adapting to the culture around you. It's like normal. And then realizing like, you know, I actually really don't like personally love this as a style. Yeah. And then started to explore his own style, explores his own interests still like movies and all those things. And I I think it's important that you got to leave room for people to still do like what, what interests them yeah, or what moves them or what they like, because you know, like God's gonna God has given and anointed them in what they enjoy, what interests them mm-hmm. as long as it's not sinful and yeah, foolish. Um, you know, like there's nothing wrong with like movies and that might come into play eventually mm-hmm. with like a, a way to disciple someone else. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day is like, you have to leave room for other people and like what what they're about. Mm-hmm. I think it's so important to let people grow into themselves. Yeah. And you know, I could have like looked at him and be like, bro, that is like such a stupid waste of your time. <laughs> Never do that. It's idiotic. Yeah. Or like, no, this is what we wear around here. It's yeah. like well, who cares? Yeah. You know, as long as it's not like a guy in fishnets, who yeah. cares? Listen, that was Which, close. No, that's good. <laughs> there's, there's, there are levels to these there things. Are levels there are to limits these to these things. No fishnets, guys. Come on. But man. at the end of the day, like, actually, yo, when I worked at Olympia, I was like 17 years old, right? And this this dude walked in. He had a miniskirt, a, like a sports bra, fishnet, <laughs> stockings, high heels, a Karen haircut that was like colored green and he had it like his hair matched his mini skirt. Ah. And this dude walked up to me and he said, where are your UFC gloves? I'm going to beat that out of somebody in my basement. <laughs> I was like, what? Yo, <laughs> I was shook. Like what? What? They're over there. They're over there. I just, you know, like, you know, there's limits to this. Yeah. There would be have to be a conversation like, eh, this is not how we represent ourselves. No, yeah. But, you know, for the most part, like, let people be them. Yeah. You know? It's okay to embrace diversity. Yeah. If they're into, like, weird, like, I think, like, anime is weird. I'm not about that. I could care I less about anime. anime. Fire, Some people bro. love it. I think it's fire. You know, like, I love sports. Some people think they're the biggest waste of time. Yeah. I love the gym. Some people could never commit to that. And that's yeah. okay. Yeah. You like make room for people to grow into who they are. Yeah. That's healthy. Yeah. And God will use it. You know, mm-hmm. some of the greatest soul winning I ever saw was my Baptist friend at five 30 in the morning, this big old this... dude, it would go over and start giving people tips and lifting. Yeah. And then 30 minutes later, they're both weeping and dudes giving his life to Jesus. And then he joins our lift joins group our the next <laughs> day. And it's like starting on discipleship. Easy. Um, but God's going to put those things in people's hearts for a reason. Yeah. Um, I don't know, buddy, you got anything else to throw in? Yeah, man. I just, I think that's so, so big for like that person. And you're especially whatever, if you're, you know, you're leading in youth ministry, you're leading in young adults, whatever, like really do that and, and allow people to grow into them, into themselves. And obviously there's, it's obviously, you know, uh, besides sinful things and, you know, certain things that would really hurt them, but allow them to grow into themselves and, you know, explore certain things because there you never know. God might be working in them in a way where it might look different than what you're used to or or traditionally what you, what you think of. But God might be working them in a way where they're going to be able to help, you know, maybe what you have got going on or maybe something that the Lord is birthing into them that you have no clue what's going on. But, you know, something that I just always hear is just trust the process and it'll work it work itself out. But That's it. make make, you know, know God and make them known and. 
you'll you'll be on the right track. Amen. As simple as that. Simple Amen. as that. We love you guys, and uh, we're gonna start getting into some uh, mechanics of actually making disciples yeah. after this. You know, I think I'm gonna put us on for our fourth conversation. Mm. Our fourth conversation is gonna be issues with with leaders who serve long term, mm. um, and help avoid some like common issues. Yeah. Um, but that'll be I, we got like ten episodes at least on this conversation of discipleship. Yeah. I'm actually I, I'm pumped. And if you want to if you want to know anything about discipleship, if you have any questions, comments, anything else like that, things that have worked for you, send them in. We want to yeah. hear them. And also shout out if you're listening to this and you're not from our uproar youth team. Primarily, these are made for them. Yeah. But I, I've seen some other people like catching on to them and like shout out to you. We'd love to know who you are. Would love to connect. Also. Write a little review. Give us a rating. We'd love for other people to catch these yeah. and kind of hear what God's doing. Amen. See, 